You're listening to Unleashed Ambition. Hi, I'm Caroline, and I've spent the past few years committing to my own personal growth. And I quickly learned that I was not the only one on this journey, but most of the work that's required to step into the next best version of you happens behind closed doors. I wanna do the hard shit together. So we'll talk about what it takes to get to that next level, day-to-day life, and every single thing in between. If you felt a tug to do more, be more, and experience more, that's the ambition that's ready to be unleashed. We're here to get exactly what we want out of this life, my friend. So grab a drink and let's get it. Hello, my friends. Y'all, I have such a fire episode for you guys today. I got to interview my friend, Sam Altieri, and Sam and I met on Instagram. She just has the most contagious energy, and I couldn't wait to share this interview with you guys. Sam is a multi-six-figure business owner. She is an empowerment coach, and she coaches her clients through not only mindset transformations, life transformations, but also weaves wellness into her transformations with her clients, and that was something that I quickly related to her on. So a few years ago, before starting her business, Sam worked nine to five in architecture and really just suffered from extreme burnout. She was dealing with anxiety and depression, and she left, and she vowed then that she would do whatever it took to create a life where she was happy and healthy and didn't have to live inside of this structure where she didn't feel super aligned. So we talk about that more in the episode, but this is all about creating a fuck yes life and what that means to Sam. If you're looking for an episode to kick you in the pants, to get out of your own way and to get inside of your life, this is it, my friend. So without further ado, here's our interview with Sam. Welcome, everyone. Welcome back to the show. I am so excited today. We have Sam Altieri here. Sam, welcome to Unleash Ambition. Ah, thank you so much for having me. I'm so stoked to be here and chat with you. Absolutely. So I gave a little bio in the intro, but welcome to the show. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Let's get to know you, get comfy and cozy before we jump in. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I could talk about so many things, but I feel like the what, what I've been moving through recently and what I've been sharing a lot on recently is um, I'm a full-time van lifer, so that's been a huge lifestyle change for me. Um, and then beyond that, I'm a podcaster as well, and I also am an embodiment and empowerment coach. So we can kind of dive into like what that actually means, but um, yeah, I support just badass people that know they're destined for more. So that's that's what I'm passionate about, and I love to travel. I'm a Sagittarius. Um, I get bored easily. I have ADHD. Like I'm multi-passionate. You're talking. <laughs> I feel like to so many people right now, they're like, "Oh yes, we jammed." Like when I met Sam via Instagram, I was like this girl is living the coolest thing. Like she's traveling, she's working from the van. Like, that's amazing. Tell us like where you've been, like, where's the top place that you've been that you're like, you had no idea that you were going to fall in love with. (laughs) Okay. This is so random. Um, so we've only been doing it for a month. So like, we're very fresh, but the surprising place was this spot Destin in um like what is it western florida like yeah handle i had no idea i had such an idea about florida yeah i've been to miami a ton i've been to all like you know the parts of florida but destin in that area seaside is fucking amazing yeah like kurt and i were like 
we need to buy a house here. <laughs> I haven't been, but everyone that I hear that's like, you have to go to Destin, you have to go to Destin. And then I like looked up pictures one day and I, well, I saw, I was like, where is this? And yeah. it said it was Destin. I was like, why, why have we never been here? Yeah. It's totally underrated. I mean, I think in the summer it's like way more packed, but when we were there, it was, what was that? February. So it was like totally dead. We were on the beaches. We were parking in like beach parking lots, waking up to the sunrise, uh, going to sleep to sunset. I'm uh, like, Oh yes. Goals. <laughs> yeah. I love yeah. that. Um, so tell us a little bit more about your coaching business. Who, who are you here to serve? Oh yeah. I mean, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to answer this through story because I feel like it will actually anchor in like what I do and why. Um, so I know before we hit record, you were like, oh, like I grew up in a small town and like same. Um, I grew up in like a very, very small town. Like there was like four towns that went to the same high school because like there wasn't enough people to just like have one high school, you know? Um, so I was definitely like, I didn't know the world was out there. Like I had no idea, um, until I went to college and then I studied abroad. And I think studying abroad was like what opened up my eyes. to like, Oh my God, I've been living in a bubble. Like, holy crap. I went to, um, I went to school for architecture. Um, I was like super into art and design and just wanted to help people. That's really kind of like the path I took. And architecture school was like, intense and insane and amazing. Like I loved it. Um, but after I got out of school, I was in my nine to five and it just kind of hit me. Like I had this feeling in my gut, like I'm going to fucking hate this. And, but I didn't know, like, like, I didn't know like how to exist differently, you know, because I was like, I just spent like $160,000 on my master's degree and all the other education I got. And now what? Like, I'm just going to leave. Like, no, obviously not. That's stupid. And so I stayed in the job for like three and a half years. And like every year, a little bit more and a little bit more, I got more burnt out. I felt more taken advantage of. I felt like this is not what my soul is here for. Like, I just knew that. And you yeah. know that feeling when you're like not living a life that's for you, like you, you hit he- your head hits the pillow at night and you just feel like, fuck, like there it's just this like, se- like un- uneasy, unsettled feeling. And it wasn't like anything was like awful, you know, like, yeah, there was awful parts of the job, like working 60 to 80 hour weeks, like fucking crazy. But it, it was more this feeling of not stepping into my potential that was literally killing me. I was like, I can't do this anymore. Um, and so ultimately that moment, that feeling is what led me to being a coach today because it, it was this like decision I had to make of like, am I going to stay in the job? That's it's, it's safe. It's secure. It gives me the benefits. Um, it's what I know in the industry with all my friends, or am I going to like, do something else. And I didn't even know what that was. So long story short, I, (laughs) I basically quit that job and started doing freelance design and photography. And, um, I got a really cool contract position to do some exhibition design in some like studio space. Like I was going to like make this whole like experience for people to come kind of like a museum curator. It was kind of like that, but for like an art studio. So I did that. That bought me time. It bought me money. And then um, 
the gym that I was working out at asked me to become a personal trainer. And that was when like everything kind of like exploded for me because I had gone through my own weight loss transformation. I had like lost 30 pounds. I got really strong. I was powerlifting. Like I was living it. And the people there were like, we want you to like train our people. And I was like, I don't even have my, my personal training certification. Right. They're like, just go get it. We'll backstate it. It's fine. Just start. And I'm like, are you serious? So I did that. And then, um, I started getting interested in nutrition and then that started being part of what I coached on. And then, you know, then the whole, like, then I started going online. I evolved online. I took my in-person people online. And then now I'm full-time entrepreneur online podcasting and coaching and courses and stuff like that. Um, and I would have never imagined that this was possible, but it was purely that like decision that I made where I was like, am I going to regret this? You know, like in my job and the, the reason why I knew I was done there is because I saw my boss and he was like, he was like probably in his like fifties or sixties. And he was checking his email all the time, all day. And I was like, he's not happy. Like he is totally not happy. And I would see him staying late at work. And I'm like, I don't want to stay at work till 8 PM. Like no fucking way. And I knew like, if my boss is not where I want to be, why would I want to be here? And that was the moment. And I was like, all right, I got to do whatever it takes. So I just started with the baby steps and now we're here. (laughs) Wow. Okay. I could just dig into that. We could just sit here and talk about that whole conversation. I had a very similar moment. I got a job out of college and I remember so clearly sitting at my desk, honestly, like a month into the job. And I remember thinking, I have to do this for 40 years, this, this. And I remember I called my mom and I told her that I was like, I have to do this for 40 years. Mm -hmm. And she laughed. She was like, buckle in, honey. And it's out. And in my head, I remember thinking, absolutely fucking not. (laughs) like this, this is not happening. And it's just crazy that what you're doing and what is available right now, our parents absolutely never had the opportunity to do it. Never even dreamed that all of this is possible. And here it is. And I think that it's beautiful, like being able to create and step into a life of just kind of figuring it out as we go is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, that's what I've done. Like I have, there hasn't been a plan. There hasn't been a, okay, like I'm at point A and here's point B and here's the cute, perfect step-by-step playbook. It's like, I literally only know the next step always. And that, I think that requires a level of trust in yourself and in like the universe or whatever you believe in, because that's truly what's gotten me here is just oh my God, all I have to do is quit my job and then work at the front desk of a gym for $11 an hour. That was like the first step. And then the next step was like, okay, I'm going to get my personal training certification. Okay. I actually really love nutrition. I want to get my nutrition certification. Okay. I got that. And then I was like, I'm going to build up my clients in the gym. Did that. And it was like one little baby step. I would have never guessed. Like, I think we've made probably like $650,000 online. I'm like, 
There is no way that I would have ever in my wildest dreams conceived of that number ever. Like, I want that to soak in for everyone listening. Like shit is available to you. If you are available to let it happen, you not be passive, but let it happen. Let the universe, like whoever, whatever you believe in, bring you opportunities, but you have to be open to jumping at those opportunities. So I want to dive into something a little bit here. And I know people might be listening and they're like, I don't love what I'm doing. And it can be soul sucking. (laughs) It can be draining. Like you said, you put your head on the pillow and you're like, I have to do this shit exactly the same way the next day. And I believe that it not only affects like your time at work, but the rest of your life, your family life, your home life, your, your energy, your, your mood is all affected. Like talk about that a little bit. I think the, the job I was in, like I was, so first of all, like to just give context, like I'm a really big empath. Like I, didn't know this about myself then, but like, I feel other people's feelings. Like I am very sensitive to everything basically. And, um, in that job and in that high pressure overwhelm state, I couldn't handle it. I didn't know how to exist. And like, I was moving my body, which was very, very helpful, but I was like emotionally eating so hard because I didn't have, first of all, I didn't even know why. Like, I was just like, I'm so stressed. I'm so overwhelmed. Like, like, that's just kind of how it felt. And I didn't know how to like manage that. Um, and I really struggled with like speaking my truth and setting boundaries. Like I, I just didn't know how to do that. Like I was very much a people pleaser. I was very much like, I wanted everyone else to be happy. Like I put them all first, you know, and that's like classic signs of like, I mean, a woman generally until she steps into her like queen. But like at that point, I didn't, I, I just, that's, I was doing what I knew how to do, you know, which was like make everyone else happy. And I wasn't happy like on the outside. Right. I was happy. Like I looked like I was happy. I, cause I am naturally like a pretty bubbly, like outgoing person, you know, and that could be mistaken for happiness, but then I would go home. Right. And then I would eat my face off um, or I would drink or black out and like I, or like bury myself in TV or just like whatever. Like I would just numb myself cause I didn't know how to handle it. Um, and I didn't have a social life. I like, the, how I talked to myself, like I had just such a negative inner critic and I had a lot of like just trauma that I didn't unpack. Like I had a lot of stuff with my parents, with my sister, with people in my past. Like I was just running from all of it. Um, and so for me, like working all those hours, although it sucked, it helped me avoid facing it, you know? So like, I, but a it was like, I just wasn't happy. I wasn't happy in the job. I wasn't happy with myself. Um, I didn't like how I looked like, I didn't like the person that I was and I tried to hide that. And so, yeah, it, it, it got me to this place of like, oh my gosh, like I actually am not happy. Like you don't, sometimes you don't realize it, you know, like you're just living your life, you're doing your thing. And one day something can happen and you're just like, wow, 
I'm not happy. So you're here, you're at this point and you feel like bottomed out. Like you're, you're like, you almost feel like it's rock bottom and it may have been, but look at what's happened. Like we take that moment. And I think that's what we were talking about. Like having the universe presented you with an opportunity here and was like, all right, you want, you want something, here's your chance. And you could have easily stayed there. You could have stayed. You could have kept being passive and just chugging along, but you had the balls enough to say enough is enough. And I want more for my life. So you have created this, but obviously it didn't happen overnight. It was not an easy decision to make, but now you're living in the state of fuck yes. And I was listening actually to a podcast recently And, you know, they said, if it's not a fuck yes, then it's a fuck no. And that like stopped me in my tracks because I'm, I wouldn't say I'm a people pleaser, but sometimes I'm just like a go with the flow. I'm like, whatever. Sometimes I don't even want it. Like, is it worth it? Is it worth it to like maybe upset someone's feelings? And I would say over the past year, I've really started to say, you know, if I don't want, if I really don't want to do something or I'm like, oh, I don't want to go to this thing. I'm not going. And it, it can be simple as going to a birthday party or as big as a life partner, <laughs> a career, having a child, like we can go down this rabbit hole, but what happened when you started functioning in this aligned state? Yeah. I mean, it's funny. Cause I heard that quote, it was probably like 2016 and I read, um, Mark Manson's book, the subtle art of giving a fuck. And I think he talks about it in there. Um, and I was like, Oh my God, like, I love this. It's so simple. It's so easy. I, cause I'm so 80, I'm so ADD. Like I really do have a hard time, like making decisions. And I've, I've been that way, like my whole life. I've always been like, I want all the things like, or like, eh, whatever, you know, kind of go with the flow. And sometimes I don't actually know what I want. Like it can, it can take me a little while to really flush it out. I have to try a lot of things before I find what's mine. And that's been the true. That's been true for me in every area of my life with men, with business, with like programs, with, I mean, all of it. Um, And this like very simple, like black and white kind of approach to making decisions was like, oh yeah, this I can get behind because the thing is, is a fuck yes for me is I feel it in my body. And I'm not sure if you're familiar with human design, but I'm, okay. Yeah. I'm i I'm a manifesting generator and my authority um, is emotional, emotional authority. And so it's okay. So it's got to feel okay. Beautiful. So it's like, you know, it's like, it's got to feel good. It's going to feel expansive for me. And that's how I make my decisions. I don't make my decisions based on logic or my mind because, you know, our minds, our minds are crazy. They're fucking just trying to keep you safe in the place that you are in your comfort zone, right? That's your, it's your fear-based mind, right? It's literally, that's its primary goal is to keep you safe. So it's doing its job by telling you to stay in the job you hate, but your gut, the little voices, 
your intuition, the little pings, the little impulses, the feeling that you get before bed, that is your truth. That is your intuition. That's your gut. Right. And that's the fuck. Yes. For you. So it's like, for me, I was like, what, what, what am I scared of? Right. And for me, it was like failing, looking stupid, um, wasting $160,000 on my education, like all of these things, like making my parents not proud, like blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Um, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I, I realized like, okay, this is such a great filtration system to just make decisions with ease. And so I started doing that and I realized with the job, it's not, it's not anywhere close to being a fuck. Yes. Like, it wasn't even a yes. And I'm like, I got to get out of here. I was like, I would rather work at the gym, at the front desk, scanning people's barcodes, literally for $11 an hour. Like I think as an architect, which busting a myth, architects do not make good money, especially starting out. Like I was making 40 K when I had a master's degree and I was working 80 hours a week. And I was like, this is not okay. This is not okay. And I was like, I don't fucking care. I'll lose all the benefits. I want my happiness back. And so I worked at the front desk of the gym and then I had that, those freelance design projects. And I was like, I'm going for it. Like the worst thing that can happen is I end up going back to an architecture job. You know, I could always go back. I could always go back. And so anyways, going back to your question, the fuck yes life has just given me a compass. You know, it's like, I can't trust my mind because my mind there's nothing good that happens in there. It's all subconscious patterns from the past. And it's all, it's mostly bullshit, you know? And the truth is it, our gut is always right. Like your intuition is never wrong. It's literally never wrong, especially as a woman. I'm sure you can feel this. And for all the, all of you guys that are listening, it's like, you know, when you don't do something that your intuition was telling you to do. And then you're just like, motherfucker, you should have done it. Right. That's the feeling hindsight's 2020 obviously but i think your your gut and i'm having a human design reader on the on the show so uh-huh. for anyone who like has no idea what we're talking about stay tuned um when you learn um where what your authority is you you can really tune in and just trust your decision making right so it, it's helped me just be more confident in my decision recently. It's just like a one-liner. I'm like, what emotion does this evoke? Like, is it happy? Is it stress? Is it frustration? Is it joy? Is it anger? You know, insert whatever here. And that has really helped guide me. What direction do I need to go here? Um, and I think we've said it, but I think this can be as applicable to small decisions do I want to go to dinner tonight with this group of people or applying it to life decisions? And obviously for, for us with emotional authority, you know, we don't have to make decisions at the drop of a hat. And depending on what your design type is, you, you can learn a little bit more about yourself, but this can help us truly start to live a life of alignment. Mm-hmm. And I think when we do that, shit starts happening <laughs> in the best way possible. And I wanted to ask you, what would you say to someone who is scared to stir the pot, who's scared to step out, who's scared to look like a fool, to fail, to fall flat on their face? Like, what would you tell her? Do it anyways. Like, 
it doesn't have to be any more complicated than that. I can give you all of the excess fluff, but it's just like, it's a decision. It's like you choose courage or you choose fear. And at, at the end of the day, fear and excitement are the same emotion in the body. It's just how your mind chooses it. Right. So what you're scared of is exactly what you need to do. And I was going to say, like, I was not, I didn't want to, my ego didn't want to leave my job. I was fucking scared shitless. Literally. I was so scared. Um, but I was also excited and it was this feeling. And for me, fuck yeses in my body actually feel like the sensation of, um, my heart opening. Like it feels like expansive. It feels like I'm about to give the person I love a hug. That's what it feels like. It's this like, oh my God, there's so many possibilities here. Right. And that's the feeling I've always followed. And it's like leaning into the discomfort, like fear and resistance. It's not there to keep you away from that. It's like, that's the cave that's inviting you to come in. You know, have you ever heard that? Yeah. You know, have you ever heard the quote? It's like, um, the cave you, the cave you, I think fear to enter holds the, holds the answers that you seek, something like that. And it's like the person that scares you is the person that you need to, mm-hmm. you know, be with or whatever, or the place that scares you to go is the place you need to go check out or the job that scares you is the job that you need to go see like, Ooh, what's here for me. Yeah. Right. Cause yeah. like, if, if there's not a little bit of like, ah, then you're in your comfort zone. Right. And it's, it's a straight shot path, right? Because I, I've talked a lot about being on autopilot through life. And I think it's a waste of your life to to be frank, going through the day to day, staying comfortable, staying on the path, quote unquote, doing what you should do. Who, you know, who decides that anyway, but never taking that little detour. All right. I'm going to take this path over here. You're never going to be able to unlock or unleash what's within you. That's just been waiting for an invitation to kind of get out there and do the thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like the truth is, is like, we are scared of ourselves. We are scared of just how powerful we are we're not scared of failing. Like we've all failed and you haven't died and you're fine. Like you're not scared of failing. You're scared of succeeding. You're scared of what's going to happen when you have the life you want, right? Will you be able to handle it? That's always what it comes down to is like, oh my gosh, like what happens when I become successful? Because the only thing you're scared of is not being able to handle it. Right. And it's like, Hey, you survived your entire life up until now. Like you will get through it. You will have the tools. You will have the support. The resources will be there. It cannot happen because you've always been supported. And it's like leaning into that. A lot of people are talking about right now, like worst case scenarios. I don't know if it's like a theme. I've heard like multiple podcasts on it recently, but you know, when you're in that moment and you're, you're ready or you're scared to do something, or you're just feeling this heart tug to lean into something, consider what's the worst case scenario. And a lot of times you're already in it. You're miserable. You're drained. 
And like you mentioned, like it might not be on paper, the worst thing that's ever happened. And you could even still feel like it's not the worst, but it sure as shit ain't the best. And so if you are in, okay, the worst case scenario is it doesn't work and you go back to teaching, you go back to another job in the industry. Are you going to be able to like eat and take care of your kids? If you have that, you know, are you going to get evicted? That's your priority. But other than that, you are likely already in the worst case scenario. So you may as well just fucking go for it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think the, the, one of the, one of the things I've lived by is like, I don't want to live a life of regret. You know, there's been this, there's a study that they do, um, with patients that are in hospice and they asked all the patients what their top regrets were. And the top regrets were like, I worked too much. I didn't talk to my family and friends as much as I wanted to. I didn't have as much fun. I didn't follow my heart. I, and I'm just like, holy shit, these people lived lives and didn't do anything they actually wanted to do. Like what? And it be, it like boggles me because at this point, like, I'm like, I'm so far outside of my comfort zone. And I don't say, I'm not saying that like everyone has to do what I'm doing. It's more just like the van in itself, like living in, in, in the van and traveling is so uncomfortable. Like it's amazing, but there's so many unknowns. Every day is a new day. We don't know where we're going to sleep. Like we have to dump our pee out. Like it's like hilarious, you know? Um, and I'm just like, like that study, it just, it, it captured something in me. I was like, I refuse. I do not want to tell my grandchildren that I should have done this and they should do this. I don't want to live vicariously through my kids. I want to live in my body in this reality presently every day. And it's like, there's times in my life, like I just want to be clear, like that I'm not in that, like, ah, you know, of course, of course. Um, And there's times where I'm confused and there's times where I don't know what the next thing is. And so I'm like, oh my God, I feel stagnant (laughs) because like, that's normal. Like it happens to all of us, you know, but the general trajectory of where I go is that it's like, I want to experience life to the fullest. I want a fulfilled life. And it's like, it gets to be better and better and better and better. And every time it gets better, I'm like, how can it get better than this? And then it does. And it's like, it's always getting better. Like, yes. (laughs) I think there are like two things here that I want to say. One is circling back to where we started. You have to be bold enough to accept the opportunity. Mm -hmm. And yes, it's scary, but you have to be willing. And two, you deserve it. You deserve to live a fuck yes life. You deserve to live, be happy. But I do think that there is something to be said for these moments in your life, in my life, and whoever's listening's lives where you're sitting there, you're on the bed, you're crying. You're like, what the fuck am I even doing? Those moments are pivotal and we can't get to the next level without those. So don't necessarily just wish them to be over immediately. Like you got to settle into it for a minute and trust that this is a part of the next step. Yeah. 
Well, and I think what you just said, like, that's the only reason why I was actually able to move forward is because I remember there was this one day I came home from my job and it was like 8 p.m. And my boss asked us to all stay late. We did. And like, we didn't have dinner. Like we, they didn't feed us, I remember. And um, which is probably like illegal, but whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, cool. And I, I like, I used to take the train home from work. Cause I used to live in Boston and um, I would just either take the train or ride my bike. And I took the train home and I just started fucking crying on the train. I couldn't even hold it anymore at the time. Like I never let myself cry and I would judge myself so hard for crying. And I was just like crying. And I remember just like putting my hands over my face because I was so embarrassed. (laughs) And like, I had like a 20 minute walk home from the train station. And oh my God, it was the longest 20 minutes ever because I had like mascara running down my face. I was just a fucking mess. I was like writing in my phone, all my feelings. And, Mm -hmm. um, I got home and I like came in and my roommate was there and who's still like one of my best friends to this day. And I was just like, Kelly, I can't fucking do this anymore. I can't do this. I am going to explode. Like, I feel like I'm going to die. Like, I don't want to even, I don't even want to be existing right now. Like that's how bad it was. And I just, I had this breakdown moment and I just cried and cried and cried and cried. And she was like, Oh my God, dude, like, what can I do for you? And I was like, literally nothing. I just need to quit my job. Like, this is so bad. Like, this is so unhealthy for my mental health. Like I'm depressed. I'm anxious. I'm overwhelmed. I am starting to like hate life. Like this is not okay. And if I had avoided feeling all of that, I wouldn't have actually realized what was going on, but it's like, and and often like we can be so scared to feel our feelings, but that's truly the path to freedom is like, you got to feel those, those lows, like at, at every level, because there's something there for you. You know, it's not like I'm just burst into hysteria randomly. Like th- if there was something under that, there was a message that all those tears had for me, which was like, my inner child was like, can you please get me out of this hell? <laughs> like, Wait, please, I don't want to be here no, anymore. Please let me be free. Like, oh my gosh. And you know, at that point I realized like I had a lot of work to do on my self-worth and that's, that's a lot of the work I support my clients on is like understanding where their self-worth, like the root of their self-worth, if if they have low self-worth, um, and healing that. And a lot of it to do is just how you grew up, you know, what your relationship was, was like with your caregivers and reparenting yourself and knowing that you do deserve to be happy. You do deserve to be wealthy, to be healthy, to be successful, to be in a loving partnership, to travel the world, to, you know, have a matcha latte because you just want to like to all those things, like you deserve it all. And it's like, I believe that the path of life is like learning just actually how worthy we are. You know, like we all have this tolerance for how much good we can allow in our lives. And, um, you know, who says, who talks about this is um, Gay Hendricks in his book, The Big Leap. He talks about the upper limit problem. We all have this upper limit, this upper limit of how much we allow ourselves to have, whether it's success, love, money, compliments, happiness. And we all have that upper limit. And our goal is to keep hitting the upper limit and normalizing the upper limit and then finding a new upper limit and continuing to move the upper limit, or you could call it the glass ceiling or whatever, until 
you die. Like it's this ultimate, just continuing to move the upper limit so that you can experience more and more and more and more happiness and more freedom and more abundance. Um, and I mean, that's why I'm so passionate about it because it's like, for so long, I didn't even know that was possible. You know, I just like saw other people and I was like, oh, that's for them. Like I'm over here, like not happy. And I didn't know how to get there, you know? So I was just kind of here and they were there and I felt very separate. And I realized like, well, I need to learn. I need to like go like buy a course or like get someone to help me or like do something. Cause like whatever I'm doing is not working. And I want to learn from people who are where I want to be. And then I have hired my first mentor in 2018 or 2019 and that changed the game for me. And now, I mean, I always have a mentor at all times. And, um, I, I mean, I think it's the best money you could ever spend on yourself is having a coach like to really help you see your blind spots and elevate you. Yeah. I, we, we could jam on self-worth and trauma and unpacking a lot of family, friend, caregiver stuff. And I'm in the same boat, changed my life. And, you know, not that anyone did anything bad. You know, I don't have a horror story. I love my parents so much, but they raised me the way their parents raised them, the way their parents raised them. And it just came down the line. And I, there were things that I had to unlearn. There's still things I'm having to unlearn, but you deserve to have a life that you are obsessed with. And we are all on this journey of learning and raising to the next level and learning and raising to the next level. And if you're feeling stuck or if you are listening to this and you're like, they are inside my brain, just know that we're in it with you. And a lot of us are in this boat and we just want everyone, including myself, including you, Sam, we're all on this journey of creating a fuck yes life. It is a journey. We're not talking because we have arrived and that we know Mm -hmm. everything. This is, these are day-to-day decisions that we make in order to create this life. And we, I, we just want everyone to know that you're worthy of it and it's available to you. If you're willing to take, take a hold of those opportunities and, and step into it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like it can happen, you know, for me, I kind of like launched myself like on a rocket ship, you know, and that's just like how I've always been. Like (laughs) I come from like a mindset of very all or nothing and like it's now or never baby. Like I would always do the most intense thing. And that's just like who I am. And I don't expect everyone to do that obviously, but like, it's like meet yourself where you're at. Right. So like, for example, like the way that I work with clients, it's like, I have a a membership that's like for the, for the beginners, for the, for the people that are diving into personal development that are um, wanting to create a life that they love, who are like, they, they want to heal some things, you know, they're like, they're curious. They're like, yeah, like I want to be supported. Right. And that's way more accessible. And it's, it's not going to like break the bank. And it's like, it's an introduction, you know, it's a baby step. And then I also have like high level one-on-one coaching, which is like for the woman who's fucking gung ho and ready. And she wants to elevate her life and create a business, whatever. Like this is for that woman who's like there yet. Right. And so it's like, meet yourself where you're at. Like, so maybe that thing for you that's getting outside your comfort zone is literally like going on a date with someone. Maybe it's like setting up, um, 
you know, setting up an Instagram profile for yourself. Like maybe it's posting a selfie. Maybe it's like, if, these are all little things that are just like, oh my God, this is scary. And I'm doing it like, oh my God, this is scary. And I'm doing it. And that's how I started too. You know, like I started doing that when I started my Instagram page, showing off my, not showing off, like just sharing my transformation, my physical transformation. And I think all those little, you know, those micro moments of, all right, I'm going to post this photo of me in a bikini online, even though I don't love my body, but it's a progress photo. Like that was this, like, okay, I overcame fear a little. And it it started to become this like pattern that I was like, okay, I'm going to notice the fear and I'm going to rise above it. Like, I'm not going to let it control me. And so it's just like asking yourself, like, all right, what are you afraid of? Like right now? Like what scares you? What seems doable, but it's scary. That's, that's it. That's the next thing. It doesn't need to be this grandiose, like I quit my job and like jump off cliffs now. And like, you know, like it it could, it can be something so small. It could be like, I want to start wearing red lipstick, like, and just start there because that's going to boost your confidence. And that's going to give you the confidence to actually do the thing you want. So for everyone that's like, oh my God, I'm fucking obsessed with Sam. How do I get more of her? (laughs) Sam has a podcast, the Sam Altieri show. Follow it immediately. Yes. I have my membership, which is like what I'm like obsessed with right now. Um, it's a, an amazing community of women that are on their journey. Um, a lot of them are empaths. A lot of them are multi-passionates. They, some of them are coaches. Some of them are aspiring to do something in this space of helping people. Um, and that's, such a fun place to be. We have, um, calls every other week and then we have a community and I teach a workshop every month. So that's really fun. Um, and then I also have like one-on-one coaching. So if you're looking to like really level up, um, step into your power, be held accountable, you know, for someone to call you on your stuff, but really be like a cheerleader for you. Um, that is the type of person I want to work with. And, um, yeah. And then I'm hosting retreats. I'm hosting my second retreat in May. That's in Joshua tree. It's called unleash your inner wild. And it's all about like dropping all the masks and letting go, letting go of all the things you should be doing, or you think you should be, or the way that you look or any of that. And just like actually figuring out who you are, your like authentic wild woman self. <laughs> I love this. And where can they connect with you? Instagram, YouTube, TikTok? Yeah. Instagram is probably the best place to reach out. Um, I also have a YouTube channel, but that's a baby that's, that's in the baby step. So I would say, yeah, Instagram is the place to be. Um, and it's just my name, Sam Altieri. So it's the same as it's same across all the board, Sam Altieri everywhere podcast, Instagram, YouTube. Yeah. Oh, Sam, I literally cannot thank you enough. You have brought so much to the show today. I'm endlessly grateful. And I know all the listeners are going to flood your inbox immediately. And um, just thank you. You're amazing. Yes. Thank you, queen. I appreciate it. I receive all of the gratitude (laughs) and thank you for having me. And yeah, for everyone listening, seriously, my inbox is open. Would love to chat with you and don't forget to choose the fuck yes. Uh, Love it. Thanks, Sam. (laughs) Bye guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you got something out of this conversation, it would mean the world to me if you would share this with a friend. And if you haven't already, please follow us over on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you like to listen. A five-star review on Apple would be amazing. And that's how we can grow our Unleashed Ambition community. 
I can't wait to talk to you guys next week. I'll see you then.